Welcome back to the Defining Moments Podcast. On today's episode, we continue our eight-part series on leadership through adversity with Senior Chief Tom George, CEO of Quarterback Impact Academy. Today, we dive into core principles of leadership with Senior Chief George. This episode is brought to you by CMM Financial Services. At CMM, we know how hard it is to find someone who knows and cares enough to create the tax and wealth plan that you deserve. After walking alongside hundreds of clients for the past 20 years with accounting, bookkeeping, tax strategy, and financial planning, we have created a proven system to help you reach your financial goals. CMM has your complete financial team to reach your financial goals. Book a call at cmmfinancialservices.com. Quote, unquote, removing the victim mindset. What happens when someone falls into the victim mindset and how do they overcome the victim mindset? You know, uh, the victim mindset is one of the, um, I, I would say it's one of the, if not the top disease in our country, um, it's pretty high up there. Um, and I think the victim mindset starts with entitlement and it starts in this world where people are caught up in what about me, right? And, uh, and, and instead of taking accountability for their actions or realizing that bad things happen to good people, instead we roll over, we play the victim mindset. Through the victim mindset, we utilize excuses throughout our, our job or our government or our family to blame for the failures in our lives instead of looking in the mirror and saying, hey, you failed because of you, okay, which is okay. Now what do we do to fix it, right? But nobody wants to do that. And, and a lot of vic- the victim mindset comes from this, this very um, mild approach to reality. Uh, and, and I'll give you an example. Um, uh, and, and we joke about it, but like, I want somebody to tell me the truth, okay? Mm-hmm. If I do something wrong, tell me the truth, okay? I may not like it, but I want the truth. Don't sugarcoat it, right? Sugarcoating things for kids uh, <laughs> has caused a very, very weak society. If I'm fat, say, Tom, you're fat. I've never understood why saying, hey, you're kind of obese makes me feel better. Like, tell me I'm fat. Now, not barring any medical conditions, right? Sure. Right? But. Tell people the truth. It's not like, I've never understood why that's offensive. Tell people the truth and then tell them, hey, guess what? I'm gonna help you work out. In fact, let's work out together. In Mm -hmm. fact, I'll train you. You know what I mean? Like, like, hey, you have a problem. You don't like the way I said it, but I wanna help you fix it, Mm. okay? Okay, so where does the victim mindset come in? I'm gonna tell you where it comes in. When your reaction to me is, I don't want you to help me because you called me fat. That's the victim mindset. Instead of saying, you know what, man, you're right. I gotta get off my butt. I gotta, I gotta get up early. I gotta go to the gym in the morning mm. and then I'll go to work and my day will be better because I'll have clear energy. I have a clear mind that I'm working on myself, right? Yeah. But instead they don't do that or they go to work and make up excuses on why they can't take care of themselves anymore, right? right. But it's not even just, being overweight and, and I, you know, I'm joking about kind of about the overweight thing, but it's about everything in society, right? Sure. Like my boss is mean to me. Okay. Well, I give you two options. 
leave, go work somewhere else, okay? Or figure out a solution, mm -hmm. okay? And sometimes the solution is don't let another human being internalize who you are or control you. And I, I say that to my athletes every day. I don't like my coach. I don't like my teacher. Who cares? Like, I've, I've never understood why people carry so much weight mm. and, and turn into this, this poor me mentality. I've never understood it because there's not one human being on this planet that can dictate how I function every day. Not one. Mm. And I don't mean to be rude, but if I wake up grumpy, I hope Shelly tells me that. Hey, you, you're not controlling my day. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to be good. I hope so because I deserve that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never understood that. I tell people every day that I have a chance to talk to that has a that that goes through this and I'm like why do you let another human being control that mindset mm -hmm. it makes no sense you know what I mean and uh and I think we spend and 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 that victim mindset just weighs on us and I think we spend not we but people spend their whole life they spend their existence of life with all this weight on their shoulders and at the end of the day the answer is simple like just move forward. It doesn't like it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like your loved ones have an opinion. But you know what? I hate to tell you this. If that opinion opinion crushes me and it's reality, then I'm not going to listen to it. I mean, it's now don't get me wrong. You also have to understand, right? Like <clears throat> you, you just have to understand that you feeling sorry for yourself and going into this shutdown mindset does nothing for anybody, including you. So why not just get up and fight through it? Like that, that's what our, that's what the basis of our country is been, is based upon. It's, it's, let's get up, let's fight. It's not perfect, right? All these people that hate on this country and, and the flags false and all this, like nobody said it was perfect. First of all, right? Nobody did, <clears throat> but I can tell you this. When my mom was running to the C-130 with me in her hand, it was better than that. Mm-hmm. So for me, yeah, I can complain every day about this country and about the, the noise on social and I can react to it, but what's the purpose? All it does is, 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 cause, is cause more anguish and harm mentally for me. It serves no purpose, you know what I mean? And I think, I think that's the, you know, the victim mindset is all about what you can control and what you internalize in your head and you can either get up and battle and be better or you can continue to feel sorry for yourself and, you, someday you're going to realize that you sitting there and moping and feeling sorry for yourself is, is not how you move forward in life. You know what right. I mean? And Denzel Washington has said it in some of his speeches and I've heard it and I've said it and, you know, and there's no such thing as having a backwards plan. Mm. It's having a forward plan. You fall right. forward because when you fall to your knees and, and you humiliate yourself, that's a, that's falling forward. Mm. Now get up and continue to move forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, that's my take on it. You know, not everybody feel that way, but, um, you know, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Well, you, you brought up a point about the, the flag and your, your mom running towards the C-130 and my parents were on that boat. So what I'm alluding to is our parents lost their flag and their freedom and they lost their country when they left because they got taken over by communists. So no one really understands what it means to really lose your country and your freedoms. Yeah. If they asked your mom or my parents, they would know. Yeah, perspective. Yeah. 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 How does humility tie into leadership? And can you give examples of a CEO who owns a company? And then can you give examples in your military career? 
Oh yeah, I mean, humility to me is the is the basis of leadership. Um, humbling yourself prior to leadership to me is the number one basis to understanding how to lead people. And if you're not willing to humble yourself, you'll never be a successful leader because you're always finding ways to get to be a strong person and get attention because you haven't humbled yourself. Um, I mean, clearly my story about being in the military and and thinking that it was that I was the best and it was all about me um, until um, until I lost a, a huge leader in my life and and had to humble myself. And I think I think the biggest example of that was when he counted how many eyes and me's I wrote in the email and and took me down to meet the young lady and, and told me that I had no idea her mom passed last night. And that was a ginormous slap in the face of humility and leadership, right? Because I, I thought I was a good leader until until I got slapped in the face, which is okay. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot of CEOs that I think fail in leadership. Uh, it's unfortunate because there are CEOs and coaches that have really successful things around them that all they got to do is humble themselves and look in the mirror and maybe it'll be a little bit more successful if they believed in their people mm -hmm. um, instead of playing the, the, the I'm in charge card. Um, you, you know, I, it's funny, I, I heard a term, I, I, I heard a term that was said, um, I'm a CEO, I can't lead with a democracy. And it was one of the most cowardly statements I've ever heard in my 49 years of existence. And if you have to say that, you're leading cowardly. You know, it, it's unfortunate, but the country is full of companies and CEOs and, and teams and teachers and principals and politicians that have not understood that if they would check themselves and be accountable, that more people would follow them. Mm. Instead, they want to lead with their title. And leading with titles really doesn't get you anywhere. It, 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 like I said, you're, you're not a leader. You're, at that point, you're not a leader, you're a dictator. Yeah. Um, so Speaking of teachers, I, when I was in school, I never knew what my teacher's political leanings are. I just knew that my teacher taught us what the subject matter was. And if we didn't do well, our parents would know and our parents would come up and they would have a talk with us at home privately and then publicly with the principal and the teacher and take care of it. Yeah, so it's really interesting yeah. how you talk about. Yeah, accountability, mm -hmm. humility. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's brilliant. Well, the problem today, though, is when the teacher calls the parent and says the kid did something wrong, the parent goes, no, he didn't. Mm. Right? Mm. Th that's the problem today is Parents don't hold their kids accountable, right. so they fight with the teacher when the kid probably did something wrong. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Of Instead of just, you know, so it, it's, <laughs> it's a failure of a dynamic of leadership all around. Right, right. Why do leaders sometimes have to make unpopular decisions, and what is the effect of it, if you don't mind giving an example of, as your CEO, father, military? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I, there's a quote that I use quite often, and it's, it takes courage to make unpopular decisions, and, uh, and it really does, right? Um, um, I hate to use social media as an example, but the mob on social media is an example of that, right? And, uh, and 
people react to agendas on social media to create more more noise and followership, mm. right? And at the end of the day, all they're doing is creating more harm. Um, so, you know, I, I mean, for me, like I've never, I, I think the way we react to things um, would create a little bit more balance in, in understanding, um, uh, understanding a little bit more because what social media has created is this platform of reaction. Um, and when you react, um, a lot of people, a lot of people follow that reaction and then they turn it into noise. Whereas, you know, if, if you just make the unpopular decision, um, and I, you know, like I try to tell my athletes, like, Hey, when you go to the cafeteria at lunch, how about you do this? Instead of sitting by all the football players, there's a young man sitting in the corner that, that sits by himself every day. Instead of doing what you think is popular and leaving him by himself because he's not as cool as you guys, mm. how about you do what's unpopular and go sit with him There you go. and just holler at him and see what's going on and see who he is and see why he's sitting alone. Because that young man or young lady could be having a terrible day. And what you don't know is they could have lost a family member and they're miserable today, right? And you could have done something, right? Well, that's an unpopular decision, right? And, uh, you know, I think sometimes it takes courage to make unpopular decisions. And, and unfortunately, people, people don't have the courage to do those things because they, they, they'd rather follow the populace, which unfortunately the populace in today's society is just a mob of reactionary people. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. You often mention quote unquote, lead without titles. What do you mean by that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I alluded to it a couple times mm -hmm. in some different scenarios. I just think, you know, we, we establish, we are step, when, when, when we establish ourselves as leaders and, and really we don't necessarily establish ourselves as leaders, I think, I think followers establish who leaders are and, and, and who they're gonna believe in, right? Like. There's times we have to believe in each other and there's times we step to the side and, and follow. And I think, uh, and I think whenever you have to use a term or, or a title to get the room to follow you, um, they're not really following you. Um, you know, and, and, and that's why I think there's a fine line between leadership and dictatorship. Cause you know, cause dictatorship is, you know, turn right because if you don't, you're going to get punished. Right or turn right because I am said title, right? So you have to, that's, that's really not leadership. Um, and, uh, and I've been fortunate. I, I, I was not in the military. A lot of guys use their rank to speak. I can tell you in, tw in 25 years, I've never had to use my rank to speak. I've never had to say, um, do it because scene chief said so. Um, and, it's because I've been fortunate to have amazing leaders and followers around me that believed in me and that I believed in them. So, you know, for me is if, if you want to lead, if you're a true leader, if you, if you truly um, care about the people you're leading, then you don't need to flex by creating a title or a rank um, to gain followership. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, so at the end of the day, uh, you know, that's, that's my take on that. Yeah. Most people stop after failure or freeze up when they hear the word fail. How can someone use failure in leadership? Uh, you know, I, 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 
you know, it's something we definitely discussed in detail earlier. And I think, you know, my, my, my version of it is failure equals growth. And if you ever want to grow as a human being, you have to fail as a human being. And if you go through life in this stagnant balance of not taking risk and just going through the motions, you're never going to grow. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I use a term that, um, like for me, I'm not a toe dipper, right? I, I jump in the pool or jump in the ocean, yeah. right? I don't dip my toe uh, because it, it, I came to the beach to swim, so jump in the ocean, right? So for me, when I'm ready to dive in, I'm going to go all in. And if I fail, then I'm going to figure out a way to, I'm going to find a solution to make it better. I'm going to pick myself up and hopefully surround myself with the right people and, uh, and continue to move forward. Right. But, you know, at the end of the day, just remember though, like, uh, you don't always have to do it alone. Right. You got family. Mm -hmm. If you fail, I'll be there for you. Right. And I, and, and I know you'll be there for me. So I think it's, I know if I fail, Shelly will be there for me. And if she fails, which she doesn't fail, but I will be there for her. And the same thing with our kids. Like, mm -hmm. I want them to take a risk and fail. Sure. I don't want them to, to live life in this mediocrity, stagnant of, of afraid to do something. Like, take a chance. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and if you fail, we'll help you get up and we'll figure out what the next steps are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's what I say is being average is just doing enough to get by. You are enough and you got to be more than average every day. Yeah, absolutely. Every day. Absolutely. And yeah. I, you know, I, I use it, I use it every time, not every time, but when I train my athletes, right. And you know, there's guys, there's football players, young football players on Twitter every day, right? Like, yo, I went to practice today, man. I was awesome. And I'm like, bro, like everybody goes to practice, right? Like, I'm like, if all you do is go to football practice or soccer practice or basketball practice and you don't do any extra, you've, you've met the mediocrity acceptance of playing sports, right? right? But, but yet that's like not mediocre anymore. That's like awesome. Like I went to practice and I'm like, I've never understood that. Like you're bragging about things you're supposed to do. And service is the same way. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I don't need a, a, I don't need a locker full of awards for my service. Um, I'm humbled that you're speaking to me about my service. But at the end of the day, if, if I go to my grave and nobody cares, that's not why I served anyway. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Thank you for tuning into Defining Moments podcast. We hope you enjoyed episode seven of Leadership Through Adversity. Next week, we conclude our eight-part series on Leadership Through Adversity with Senior Chief George. For more Defining Moments podcast content, visit our webpage, www.undefeated.show. Follow us at Def Moments Pod on Twitter and at Defining Moments Podcast on Instagram.